one fight. Folks, we're here with another episode. Don't leave it to the judges podcast. I'm here with my main man, Patty Broke a Skull. Patty. Yay, yay. What is going on out there in the in the pod world? I don't know what the pod podcastville, if you're Joey Diaz. What's going on in Podcastville, everybody? It's Joey Diaz. Joey the Coco Diaz. It's the Coco, not just Coco. I don't, it doesn't work for Sam. He made a weird face when I did the impression because he's like, I don't know who he's talking about. It doesn't matter. We're going to talk about somebody very special here real quick because I had a run-in. I had a run-in. That's right. And uh, it is a rare occurrence that I see anybody of any kind of fame. Uh, I shared this story, I believe, on the other podcast uh, where I had ran – I had – Went to this car show, okay? This is back when I was a WCW fan. And car shows sometimes have celebrities just to sign autographs, just to hang out, right? And I don't know if you remember the WCW Nitro Girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, they had just weird names like Lightning and, uh, you know, uh, Wind. Mm-hmm. And there was one that I loved because she was just a redheaded beauty and her name was Fire. Because she was Fire. All right, I go to this car show. I'm probably 13, maybe. And now this is a girl that I've obviously masturbated to before many times, okay? When you see this person up close and personal at 13, when you're just learning, you know, nothing's coming out still. (laughs) Oh, God. All 20 people just turned the show off. (laughs) I'm getting them out early. We're weeding them out early, I promise. Uh, So anyways, this, this goes into what I'm going to talk about. Uh... The WCD, I, I could have got her autograph, could have went up there, took a photo with her. There's a line for it. I could have did this, right? And even at that 13-year-old stage, when I, I knew I had no possible chance in hell with this girl because I'm half of her age, number one, I still felt like she's going to know that I have feelings for her as soon as I walk up to her. So not taking the picture, not getting the autograph, I'm out of here. Now, it's not similar in what happened running into this celebrity because I don't have feelings in that way. But I do have strong feelings, and I'll explain so I go shopping randomly. I don't even, I was actually grocery shopping. Okay. And I'm at this particular store. I won't say the name of the store because it might give away too much, but I'll just rhyme it with uh, tall fart. All right. We were at tall fart. We were buying, <laughs> we were buying some shit. And if you know the, the way that the stores are put together, it's like two entrances. You go to the back, there's the electronics, toys, all that shit. So I'm walking down that big path and I see a cart coming towards me and I make kind of eye contact with the guy pushing the cart. And the first thing I notice, Sam, I say, hey, that's a buff dude. He's fucking hella tatted up. And then my eyes get to the mustache. I notice the mustache and then I see the hair on the head, which was it's different than the last time we've seen him. But I see the hair on the head. I'm like, huh. Then I see the kid and I see the wife and he makes eye contact with me and my family and we just keep on moving right but as i'm walking as i'm walking i'm realizing in my head i'm going through all these faces and names and trying to put them together because i'm like that is not just a weird mustache having hipster buff guy okay this is somebody special and i make the connection and i I almost got i almost broke because i'm a lot of thoughts went through my head i thought about well i'm just gonna turn around and follow it (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to turn around, forget the entire mission as to why I'm here, and I'm just going to go be his friend. I didn't do that. But then I also thought, well, I don't think he'd be mad if I, asked, if I went up to him and just asked him for a picture. 
hey, man, take a picture with me. I got an MMA podcast. We've mentioned it before. If you fought in the recent, I don't know, four or five, I don't even know how long we've been doing this. If you fought recently, <laughs> we've mentioned it, and I know we have. For the good or the bad, this man has been one of my favorites since the WEC because of the way he fights. He has a he's just a guy who goes out there and he gets knocked out hilariously, or he knocks out a dude hilariously, or they beat the shit out of each other. If you're not a fan of that, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast enough because that's why we love fighting. That's why the WCW, fa- you know, wrestling, fake wrestling uh, fandom that I did have is nil at this because it's like I can watch real. So I ran into Eddie motherfucking wine. Okay. Out of all, all the people that I ever thought that I would run into randomly and have a, a particular feeling like, oh, shit, fuck it, I think I could be. It's like being a podcaster and running by Joe Rogan. Of course, <laughs> we're not the same, but you have a conversation still. Are you going to miss the opportunity to be like, hey, Joe, I got a podcast too? <laughs> of course you would. If you do that, you're a fucking ass. What I'm saying is I could have easily brought Eddie Wineland in for a conversation, and uh, we might have even had him on as a guest. Maybe even in person, at least for me, not so much for the samurai, but because I saw the man on a mission with his wife, his kid, I did what any respectable man would do. And I left him alone. I left him alone. I let him continue living his fucking life because nobody wants that ever, especially with the family. That is the worst time and the worst place to have that shit happen. I'm just very happy that I I got to share the moment with Sam because as soon as it happened, I came home and I was like, ah, should I spoil it or save it for the show? So I came home and I had to tell him. That's why he's not giving much feedback, but he already knows the whole sitch. It was very weird, but I'll tell you what, Sam, you know who I'm waiting for now? Darren Elkins. If I see Darren Elkins and he's got a family of fucking six kids, a wife and his grandma with him, that son of a bitch is taking a picture with me. I swear to God. (laughs) Not because I like him more, even. Not because I like him more, but because I'm not going to miss the opportunity. I'm look. I've been at this tall fart three different days in a row now, just hoping I'm going to run into him again. I I honestly, I'm just glad that I got to see him, and I also I was happy to see that not there wasn't a bunch of people hounding him in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, he was able to shop kind of in peace. And maybe that's something that he gets. Hmm. Or there's not enough fans of fighting in this in, in uh, shitty state of mind. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's how I wanted to start the show, man. I wanted to give the fans something special because it was huge for me. And the fact that I wasn't a 17-year-old psychopath to chase this man down. I'll tell you what, though, Sam. I did stay in the store a little extra while longer, <laughs> hoping I would see him down an aisle. And the goal was if I saw this man reaching for something, he wasn't paying attention to me, I'm taking a side picture. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to take it at the end of the aisle, just him in the aisle. Look, dude, it's him. <laughs> I'm sure he's a sweet guy. I have, that's not my issue. My issue is I was also with my family. It's like, mm-hmm. I got my kid with me. He's with, we're just shopping, dude. That's rude as fuck. That's, he, that's not the place he went to have that interaction. And it's rude as fuck to think that you're allowed to do that just because you're a fan. Uh, you know? I mean, it, it, it's even worse a lot of times. A lot of times... They're all eating somewhere and you interrupt someone's, you know, someone yeah. interrupts your dinner, you know, ask for an autograph well, or a picture. I think, it's like, I think dinner is even under family. Like, I mm-hmm. think you with your family in any fashion, if you're with your family eating dinner, that is by far the worst. <laughs> but if it's just you and a couple of friends and somebody comes up to you, you're at a bar or some shit, that's not as bad as just you being with your friends and your family anywhere else. The family thing is so bothersome, dude. You're bringing other people into a world that you don't know that he's a part of. So, but dude, that is what that's an excellent story, and I can't wait till you meet Darren Elkins and get to uh, tell that story. 
But yeah. let's get into it. We got the Contender Series that took place last night. We have this Norma Dumont versus Aspen Ladd card that took place at the Apex on Saturday. What would you like to get into first, my friend? Does it matter? I mean, let's just do the Contender Series because okay. it's fresh let's in my it. mind. And, you know, what? how much can we say about anyways? But go ahead. All right. That first fight was uh, Pedro Falco versus James Barnes. And I just wrote down... These fuckers don't want any contract. They don't want a contract. These yeah. fucks don't want it bad enough. That's what I wrote right there. Okay, let me tell you right here, too. I'm going to add this. Dana White himself even said, not impressed. I was glad he did because I had already written this but, down when the fight was but, happening. Yes, that was great. But also, how come you signed two other fighters that did worse? Like their three-round fight at the fucking band, flyweight division or whatever? Garbage. Anyways, proceed. All right, now the next fight. After the first one, the light heavyweight bout, uh, like Armin Petroskara, whatever. The, the guy versus the Bulgarian, Armenian. Ver- it, it, that that was a great fight. Uh, Kolov, yeah. Kolov got him in some early trouble. He weathered the storm and was able to knock him out right in the first round. I, that was very impressive. Very impressive. Very so, impressive because they both were coming in off of just stellar records. They had great fights. They've been winning fights. They've both been kind of putting guys away. And the other dude did his job better. Now, does that mean the other guy's not going to end up on another episode or another? Nah, he's coming back. They'll bring him back for sure. Mm. But it was a great head kick finish. I mean, the timing on it it was great. Oh, man, that that guy was great with all his kick. And then another light heavyweight bout after that is a guy that was on there earlier, uh, like just a few episodes ago. That they didn't hey, give it. He won, spirit. and he didn't give a. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. He had won his fight, but he didn't do enough. No. So they gave him a, a tomato can. They gave him someone easy for him to knock out to get him to UFC. Him, <laughs> I was rooting for him to lose for sure. I wanted, the, <laughs> I wanted the other guy to win. He was six three, dude. Six three versus a guy who's five ten in a new division, and he got put away with a soft punch. That mm. that punch behind the ear on the side of the head was soft as fuck inaccurate and it still put him down yeah they, so whatever free spirits got some power at 205 205 for some reason nah. i just don't like his personality <laughs> he already thinks he's cool as fuck like he acts like darren till like dude just because you have a neck <laughs> tattoo, just, you don't like that tattoo man you got a thing against tattoos lately on on the face after, and neck I'm <laughs> because these motherfuckers are using that as who they are that's mm. that look this is who i am stop if that's all that you, if that's all you have to offer you you have a lot to work on on your friend. You're going to end up working with Diego Sanchez is ruining your fucking life. So, All I'm saying is when you come in and you're just coming off the contender series, but you pretend to have this personality of being 10 and 0 in the UFC heading for a title shot, shut the fuck up. Be humble. Be happy. You got the opportunity the second time because you didn't do well enough the first time. Then, I don't uh, like him. He's got too many goddamn teeth too. He's got an alligator face. Yeah. Why do I give a shit, man? What, a free spirit written in fucking crayon on his neck? Like, it's written in Sharpie, bro. He puts it on there before every fight. He's like uh, the 21 Pilots guy. I'm going to color my neck black just so I can do a music video. Oh, gosh. Why don't you put a bucket on your head? It doesn't matter. I also want to say this about this Greek I want to. I, I just want to. All right. I'm bringing this up because you brought these guys up. I went to a, a festival that those, that band, I'll, I'll use that in quotation marks, played. And... They didn't, this is what they did. They brought in a piano and a drum set and some other shit as props and they ran on it and flipped off doing flips, upside down flips, sideways flips, 
the whole time. I don't even know if they sung any fucking thing. I think everything was recorded. They just ran in with their props and did flips. Anyway, that has nothing to do with UFC. Here we are. So what you're saying is it was a great show. (laughs) It fucking sucked. I thought those guys were like somebody that won a contest to get into the show. Like, I'll this tell you huge this, though. I am impressed with band. the fact that they make as much music and as much money as they do with only, with only being two dudes. Hmm. I, I don't care how you do it, but the, to make that much money well, being just you guys is way better than five people. I'm a big fan uh, of anyways, Local they, H, but that's a much different. All right, the women's straw weight fight. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I wasn't done with the Greek fucking Good, go I got to talk about this guy, okay? More? All right. Oh, yeah, just, just need. They go to him before every fight now. And, yes. And then they also... And after. They also... <laughs> Hold on. They uh, also right. mentioned the new announcer as well. Whoever the fuck. Uh, we're glad to have this guy. Why? Who is he? And I told you he has that weird voice. You're going to start to hate it. <laughs> Yanni the Greek is just needs to shut up. I can't even understand what he's saying 99% of the time. <laughs> and typically Greeks don't have thick accents. I'm simply saying the words he uses in a, in a sentence. I don't understand. He's just filling his pockets. He's like, the over and under. The, the, I'm trying to be Italian as hard as I can. Uh, look at my hair. I comb it back like an Italian. Does that make me Italian enough? Hello, I do gambling. Like, shut the yeah. fuck up. You're a character, bro. You're a cartoon. Get off the screen. You don't like him talking about yeah, sprinkling the, the dog and all this fucking... I'm sprinkling the dog. sprinkling the dog. What the fuck is he talking uh, about? I have no idea what uh, he's talking about. Parcel Tears uh, 150 dog. Uh, just say underdog. <laughs> What are you trying to be cool? I'm talking about the other announcer guy that's not Brendan Fitzgerald, John Anik, John Gooden, Dan Hillio, Mike Goldberg. Yeah, whoever this fucking goober is. You know, I think it's the tight suit guy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They took him mm-hmm. off camera and put him down by Paul Felder to talk like a. <laughs> Anyways, female fights. Yay. Uh, I will say, let me apologize. I did. I, I used last episode as a. As a a foundation to talk a bunch of shit about female fights. Uh-huh. And we had a lot of them the, the last two cards. And uh, this was the best fight I've seen. Okay, I agree the with The performer, that. these two girls came out and fucking did it. Dude. Mm-hmm. I, was so, I was so impressed with this. It made me a fan of female fighting. I wasn't <laughs> not, not a fan. But it was like I, I was taking a piss every time. I'm like, this is going three rounds. This is going five rounds. I'm out. Or I'm just going to go night-night if it goes late. Because there's been some manger sleepers. Jeez, man, if you'd have sprinkled the dog, <laughs> uh, you'd care more about this. Hey, never mind. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, but this uh, the one female fighter compared herself to a shark. She said, if I smell blood, I go for the finish. And I just thought, what blood? I don't see <laughs> blood in many female fights. Obviously, these are jokes. Um, but I will say that two female, these uh, both of these females... I believe should get contracts. I believe mm. they should have had them before the contender series. And it's really the first time that I can say both of these fighters. The last time that happened was when Yoel Romero fought Paulo Costa and that was it. You're going to roll the day. You're going to roll the day. Yeah. They were pretty as fuck. I've got a feeling the, the lady that lost this fight, I mean, she's looking great, especially the second round. It was back yeah. and forth. I think she'll be back. We'll see her again. Maybe now in a well, contender the, series. Maybe they'll just throw her in a debut in a card. You're, you're exactly right, and I believe you wholeheartedly because they're so desperate for fees. She, she looked like she could go up against top contenders now and, and last, but the difference was is your first statement saying that she looked good in the second round. The difference is is you should have finished. Hmm. I mean, the same thing with uh, one of the earlier fights that went to the second or No, the next fight that went to the second round. That should have been over. Oh, this next fight was the... Uh, let's uh, skip to one. No, this next fight was the split decision, right? Or split decision. Yeah. I wouldn't assign any one of these guys. The Walter Waite, uh, Solomon Renfro, Johnny Parsons. Yeah. This fight, man, 
the first round, Renfro was just throwing. He threw some heat there for a little bit. He he, he tried to go in for the kill, and uh, I think he was just kind of uh, getting exhausted. That that was very close to being stopped, I think. But the, the he punched so fast, dude. That's what I saw. Renfro could punch ridiculously fast. His wrestling was on point as well. I will say this. I wasn't a fan of the pre-fight gangster bullshit. You know, he's like, yeah, you know, he's only 24. And you're like, what do you mean, dude? You've been out of high school for five years, you know? And he's like, man, UFC changed me if it wasn't for MMA. What the fuck was your life before, dude? <laughs> what was your life before this? Um, and then I also really, really hated Parsons because he had a goofy-ass mullet. I'm so sick of these mullets i'm about to just start rooting against anyone that has one i don't care if it's fucking conor mcgregor you're out dude you come in with a mullet like a jackass this is fucking just as bad as uh wineland's curly mustache like we get it you're interesting you know what get a face tattoo if you're that goddamn interesting um i also didn't like that renfo had mentioned uh they had mentioned that he had mentioned while they're fighting that uh it was going to be his era if you finished him in the first round the way that it looked like you were going to perhaps but still too cocky. I'm glad it didn't come out of his face. It was a split decision. And Dana was like, we're going to sign the guy that won because he's 30 <laughs> yeah. years old. And this is the best he's going to be. What kind of bullshit is that? And yet the other kid's 24. He uh, had speed and a body like a, a young Mike mm-hmm. Tyson. It, where you're like, the power was there. And with, with, well, I was going to say, I think he won the fight my opinion but you know hey don't leave it to the judges that's exactly right all right let's let's fucking go with you oh yeah let's get into this damn ufc vegas at the ape and we had that uh some good fights in here uh bruno silva big knockout all right i will i'm just skipping right into this fight man i want to talk about this manan farad lady her versus uh, Mariah yeah. Silva, this Silva pissed me the fuck off there in this fight. Not only that, Michael Bisping, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? What are you watching? I don't even know what was he looking at during the fight. Let, I know you're. I know you're gonna let. I don't want to rant. I do want to <laughs> add to this for one second right, good, because good. I noticed. <clears throat> I, it was so. It's. It seems to me that it doesn't matter. What or who the female fighter is. Mm-hmm. These assholes are going to suck their dick. <laughs> That's what every time that there's been any female fight, they're like, well, she can get, she stands up the best. They're going to find some weird fucking spack to be like, oh, well, she's, she's only been hit in the face 600 times. You know, like, it's just a weird, wh- why this extra thing that you don't do for the men? We talked about you know? this before. Oh, she, she loves to go fishing. She's a skateboarder. Oh, Norma Dumont skateboards. Like, what the? F- who gives a flying fuck? Does that? Ha- I mean, get. A- I mean, go ahead, man. The only reason I say that is no. because you're you're absolutely right. But it seems like it's not just them. I was not so just him. fucking oh. pissed off watching this fight, and we already know that the fighters can hear the announcers because yeah, because we we saw it for ourselves when Kevin Holland was answering back uh, DC. So when Silva. This would happen. She would cover up, be in the guard, covering up, hands up. Farad would shoot it, come in, hit her with a couple, hit her with like three, boom, 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 three, four punches, back up. And then Silva would taunt her. 
Uh, um, nope, uh, oh, nah, not today. Waving her finger in front of her, that's shrugging her shoulders. Expect. And Michael fucking Bisping goes, oh, that's what you got to do right now. You got to get under her skin. You got to get under her skin. That's playing mind games. That's what you got to do. For two fucking rounds, he was talking about she was doing what she should be doing. To start yeah. a round three, this idiot goes, oh, by the way, she's going to get a finish. Because she's down two rounds to none. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You were talking the whole fucking fight. How she was doing such a great job. A great job. Oh, she's doing wonderful. She's doing great. This is what she should be doing. And then in round three, you're going to say, oh, yeah. yeah. You fucking wouldn't do him shit. Dude, this is why come I'm on. You, this show is going to change you. <laughs> As a fight fan, you're going to start paying attention to the shit that doesn't matter at all. This doesn't matter whatsoever, but it does me for off. our show. <laughs> it's just because we're noticing, because we came from an era where it was like there was two guys and that was it. And once you learn those guys' personality, you couldn't get mad at the boss. Does that make sense? Because Joe Rogan would point out weird. Mike Goldberg was out a little made to not be seen on. You know what I'm saying? Even when they were on camera, he would always try to like get a knuck from Joe. His suit was too tight. You know, ice. that was Mike Goldberg Joe. Now we have, what, 15, maybe 15 on different levels, whether if it's the guys at the table. If Yeah, dude, these are extra personalities to be okay with. And I guess our podcast is not just the judges of the are the judges. And Michael Bisbing, thou shalt be a judge. All right, well, the court, motherfucker, stop eating on the, you know, Cormier, you will be judged. That's what happens when you got hired for your job. Uh, Michael Chiesa will be judged. Kevin Lee, you'll be judged. That's what it is, dude. That's the show. That's what we do. So, Michael Bisping, all these guys just step it up, man. And I tell you what, I've seen some changes that maybe they're listening a little bit. Somebody heard us say, John Anik, stop saying these. <laughs> That's all girls. you, brother. All right, Bruno Silva. I think we both said he had too much power for Drew Sanchez, and he proved it. Beat the crap out of him. That was kind of really no contest. Dude, Jim Miller, how impressive was he? Okay, let me just say this. I didn't do great on the card, but the, t the ones that I picked, I picked correctly and had a very good reason for doing it. Everything else was kind of just throwing it at the at the wall and seeing dicks. Okay, so anybody in the, in the fucking group that sees how shitty I do... It's more than that, all right? Sam's going on a streak now because I set it up. I'm all right? I did very well. <laughs> I'm down here writing a bunch of shit down after every fight. I'm doing a lot of research. You got to, like, pull your phone out about five minutes exactly. before the show starts. Exactly. And, and, and sometimes I don't know the guy at all, or I can't remember his last fight. It's all in my head. But when it comes yeah, to guys like Jim impressive. Miller, I already had this, hey, it's fucking Jim Miller. That's right. And if you go to the ground, you can go to the ground, it's going to be a tap out. Dude slept him. Jim Miller with Lyme disease, knocking boys out, 39 years old. What's up, dude? Orlowski. Another old boy. Yep. Two old guys on this car. Orlowski looked great. Oh, I wouldn't say looked great. He really got tired at the third round, but his opponent, Carlos Felipe, he was even more tired. He was fucking exhausted, and I didn't think he was going to end up. I just, I said, if Orlowski can, uh, Avoid the power. If he doesn't get knocked out, then he'll do fine. And he did. He did. And I'm skipping through this card because I just can't wait. I'm chomping at the bit to get your opinion. And and I want to throw my opinion on this Aspen Lad 
Norma Dumont, this fucking fight, what you got? Well, I guess it would just make you disappointed in Aspen Lad and what we thought from what we've already seen. It's almost as if she really did get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? That was her last fight. It was a quick finish, and she it, it looked like it was a quick uh, stoppage kind of by the referee, short, you know, an early stoppage, and this is her comeback. When it, well, she Same had a fight, fight after that. Uh, uh, Yana Kunz. Not, yeah, oh, I might as well just say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she, when she knocked the, her out the in the third round after the coach jumped all on her and was like, go knock her ass out. And everybody was right, like, so, "Oh man, our coach is fucking awesome. Look, listen, to that guy." Okay, well, I was trying. I was trying to give her an excuse. Great man. motivation. That's what I was doing. I'm not giving her no excuse. No, you're right. You're right. She has none now. Now that I know that she's been in there since then, her head. There wasn't a problem with the head. Uh, this is somebody. Is Norma Dumont a threat? Is that what we're being Fuck told here? No. That's what I'm saying because that's how she made. That's how she fought. She fought like she was a threat. She was not aggressive. There was no risk. There was no, I don't know, man. I don't know what it was. What do you think? I don't. She was like in a trance. I don't know yeah. what the fuck she was doing. She looked like a zombie. That weird, that was some extremely weird rocking yes. back and forth motion. It was, I don't know what the fuck she was doing. She was Her doing the same exact motion though. She never even mixed it up. No. And godly, she looked terrible. She looked like, she looked like she just got in a cage for the first time ever. And they were like, Here's how you win. Don't stop moving. <laughs> Stay <laughs> rocking. Like, Stay rocking. Do your Just night insane. of the living dead impersonation. And when she went back to her corner and her coach was like, I mean, he says, what the fuck are you doing out there? I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Are you trying to win the fight? What, what the hell are you doing? And these goddamn announcers, again, they say, oh, my God, her coach, she's intimidated over there. He's got her intimidated. <laughs> Like, what kind of fucking fighter can she be if her coach has got her intimidated and, and she's afraid of the coach? What kind of shit are they talking about? Now, if they were saying, um, you know, Rose Ron Nominalus was being groomed by Pat Barry, I mean, I quite got a little point there. But this is totally different. This guy was telling her to go out there and kick ass. He was praised in her last fight when she listened to him and did it. And... If she would have knocked Dumont out after he said, what the fuck are you doing out there? If she would have went out there and knocked her out, this guy would be getting all kinds of praise. Wow, she was out of her game and the coach talked her up, hyped her up, got her going, get her, got her mind straight. But since she didn't do anything, just like he's getting criticized, he came out and apologized. It's all a big thing. Fuck that shit, man. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. We don't know these coaches. We don't know the methods. She might have told this guy, look, hey, if I'm not listening, you got to tell me to straighten the fuck up. We don't know. So to criticize this guy, I think is bullshit. But there you go. I'm all over the... You were all over the announcers last week. I'm all over the announcers now. Fuck. Well, I, I agree that because I've also seen many times where I'm just like, it's almost as if we're seeing the coach to come a show because the camera... That's what I see. I see him putting on a performance as a coach to his athlete when the camera is on, it doesn't matter the coach, but it mattered what happened while he was doing it. Mm -hmm. He's getting like you're adding all the praise in the world. Bisping would have been like, "Hey, mate, you know you go." You're like, "You're exactly right, Bisping." For all that input, where's Dominic <laughs> Cruz? <laughs> uh, 
But, you know, just get praise if she would have came out and executed uh, as a robot, just followed complete orders and went out there and destroyed. But that's not the case. I don't know what, what? was going we on with this lady. And I will never pick her again unless she's fighting, like, uh, I don't know, Sarge Eubanks or something. I don't know. I don't know who it could be. It, it had to be somebody really shitty. I'd still go with her. It's Shaisan. Gosh. All right, let's get into it. UFC Vegas 41 at the Apex. Here we are, ESPN Plus. Fights all starting, I believe to start around 1 Eastern time on Saturday. Anyway, the first fight, uh, Livia Souza, uh, Ronda Marcos. Ronda Marcos, man, she's 10 and 12. I thought they got rid of her. <laughs> they should have gotten rid of her years ago. Years ago. <sighs> and you know what? She's lost her last four fights. She does have a, a submission win over Angela Hill. I just wanted to throw that in there. And this this well, should I'm be it for her. Good. This should be it. This should be it for her right here. When uh, Souza, 14 and 3, she's 3 and 2 in the UFC. She's actually got a split decision loss to Angela Hill in Invicta, but she's got eight submission wins, two knockouts. Oh, uh, what do you see happen? I see Randy Marcos trying to take her down and probably uh, falling into an arm bar. Boom. Done. Well, I think you're wrong. And, uh, you know, everything you said about. Ronda being ugly is also wrong, and I think that's what's gonna that's what's gonna lead her to victory. <laughs> <laughs> her being attractive, holy shit! <laughs> oh oh boy. god, that's all I'm ever gonna get. Uh, next up, guys, we got Jeff Molina. So you saying if you Rose would have left her hair alone, she'd be undefeated? All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. What do you mean? Because she shaved her head, it made her unpretty. I've seen that's her with exactly hair, and it's weird saying. now. All right. Anyways, uh, Jeff Molina, what right contender series? Versus 11-1, Daniel Lacerda. Daniel Lacerda. Why is that name familiar picture? Who is this guy? He's 11-1. and one. Uh, I immediately picked uh, Jeff Molina, though. 9-2. and two, The kid's got knockout power. He's got great technical abilities. He hits the he, he, he hits the mark. Uh, Jeff Molina, he's 1-0 in the U.S. Eight fights. He's only 24. But uh, Daniel, he's only 25 years old. This is his UFC debut. He's got five knockouts, six and so he's finished all his wins. And I just looking through the competition, just looks like he's faced better competition than Jeff Molina. So I went with Daniel. All right. All right I'm into one, it. Man. It's a lightweight belt. Comma uh, Worthy, Jay Herbert, the Black Country Banger. Love that name. But anyway, uh, Herbert, he's 0-2 in the UFC. He's got eight knockout wins. And Worthy... He was he's been knocked out in his last two fights, man. One was in forty six seconds, one was a minute and thirty three seconds. Even though he's got nine knockout wins, he's two and two in UFC. I think this would be a really good fight, but uh, I'm going with Herbert. I think Worthy might get knocked out for a third time. We'll see. Yeah, dude. I, I was going comma Worthy until you said all that. <laughs> <laughs> for real. So I'm going with Jay Herbert on this. I mean, comma's got a lot of fights, but so that's not great. 59% went with him. I yeah. bet that's Yanni the Greeks. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got Jamie Pickett. I like to just lead out of a joke right into the... All right, Jamie Pickett versus uh, Loriano Staropoli. Uh, nine and four for Staropoli. He was doing okay when he first came around. He's a big dude for the weight class. Um, 11 and six, Jamie Pickett. Knockout power. Speed, you know what I'm saying? I think this is going to be a problem fully, and this might be his last. So I'm going Ooh. Pickett. Wow, man. So Jamie Pickett... He's lost his last two, three of his last five. Eight of his 11 wins are, are knockout wins. And 
his last three wins, I just looked up his opponent's records, 18 and 24. So I went with Star Poli, man. He, even though he's lost his last three fights, he's uh he's faced a little bit better competition. I'm going with him. All right, man. And uh, women's strawweight bout is next. Tabitha Ritchie, uh, Maria Oliveira. Uh, Ritchie, baby shark. She's only 26 years old. So I looked up her opponents that she has beaten. All right. They're combined four wins, 19 losses. Four 19. So anybody can beat these people. So I went with uh, Oliveira. She's only 24. She's five foot five also where uh, the baby shark is five two. And uh, she's got she got that knockout in the contender series and then she lost uh, the, then she won her last uh, two non UFC fights. I guess they didn't sign her. She went over, uh, but those opponents are 0-3. So, who fucking knows? Neither one of them has beaten anybody. I went with Maria. I'll just say the best stats you had there were the fact that uh, Maria, 24? 24. Right. 24, and she's got 16 fights already. She's done well out of those. I'm going Oliveira. All right. So, this next fight is, I guess, um, Alan Patrick was supposed to be in it, but... I don't know what happened, but he's been replaced by David Onama. And anyway, he's going against Mason Jones. I I uh, wrote down all this stuff back when it was Alan Patrick because they had actually fought before. And uh, uh, Patrick, uh, there was a I Jones poked Patrick in the eye and stopped the fight. But Jones was beating his ass the whole fight. So anyway, I, I went with Mason Jones. Me too. I got Mason Jones all the way. He's uh american name but and face everything about him looks white trash but he's not even american at all let's get the american he has a translator i mean he looks white trash as shit dude that's what i noticed about a lot of foreign white guys like a foreign <laughs> white guy can just look like fucking dave from the trailer park who smoked meth for four he got clean you know what i mean like they just look like white trash americans they never look like brad pitt it's rare that i see a foreign fighter i'm like oh shit <laughs> Alright, so next we have the middleweight bout. Next is the middleweight bout between the Iron Turtle, Jong Young Park, and Robocop Gregory Rodriguez. To dude Park. He's three and one in the UFC. He's won his last three fights. His last fight, he had the decision went over Tafon. So Tafon's loaded with power. So he can avoid some power. The guy's got five knockout wins, three submissions. So I went with him, man, even though uh Rodriguez, uh, I don't dislike him. He guys got two knockout losses. Th this is hard to pick, but I went with Park. Yeah, this is a tough one for me too because I haven't seen much out of either one of them that makes it uh, memorable. But I, I will always put my money on, on a man named Gregory. <laughs> All right, here we go. <sighs> uh, okay, so uh, I'll do this one because since it looks goodness. more fun. I was uh, hoping you would. <laughs> Nikolai. All right. Nikolai with a fucking terrible last name with too many extra letters that don't need to be there. I mean, his face says Clay Thompson from fucking the Golden State Warriors anyways. And of course, he's going to talk like crazy accent, like Dracula or something. You know, he's not going to sound like a... And his, Nikolai, that's a great name. Why? The, the I mean, come on. And then you got Ike Villanueva. I will just say, who gives a shit about the kid's name, Nikolai? Uh, he's got a great beard, perfectly shaped. I mean, somebody's cutting him up well. Uh, I'm going with him. 10 and 1 versus the 18 and 12 Ike Villanueva. All right, man. So we're going to disagree a lot on this card, I see. So uh, Nikolai, he's 1 and 1 in the UFC. And this man 
he hasn't knocked out anyone of note. He's got six knockouts out of his 10 wins, three submissions. And I, I was looking through his opponents, and he actually knocked out a guy that was 11 wins and 50 losses. I didn't even know that shit existed in UFC. I thought that was like only boxing. I mean, not UFC, MMA. I thought that was only boxing. So if I was him, my game plan would be to take uh, Ike down for an easy win. But this man, Ike, this guy, he's 18 and 12. He's 37. Nikolai's 27. This man is a pure boxer. Even though he's got 12 losses, he's been knocked out six times. But yeah, and it's not with uh, sick gloves, yeah, gloves. But it's four ounce gloves. Eight, but eighteen of his, uh, he's got eighteen wins. Fifteen of them knockout he's wins, man. This man is a pure fucking boxer, dude. And if this guy's gonna stand up with them, he's got a chance. So you're going Villanueva? Yeah, man, I'm fucking going with them. All right, eighty-six percent went the other way, but that's you know right. Why? See, because they don't know who this. They're like, I don't know how to say his last name. I. I just hope he tries to stand up thinking, oh, it's an easy win. I'll fucking knock him out. I'll, I'm hoping. Anyway, the next fight, man, you got Walter Waite, five foot eight, Francis Trinidad. He's never been knocked out. The man's 43. Hold on, hold on, 43 Sam. years old. Francisco Trinidad. Okay, hold on. You're right. getting closer. I understand. I roughed it up on the on the Nikolai last yeah. name. That was a piece of shit last name. It's the worst. But Francisco Trinaldo has fought many, many times in the hey. UFC, my friend. You've heard the name. <laughs> that's what that's where the charm comes from, folks. Sam's heard uh. this guy's name said by other three or four other announcers multiple times, and he's still like, I don't know, Francois Trinimapi? Yeah. I don't fucking and know. And as you can see, I fucking wrote it out and put a doe at the end and underlined it. But anyway, still, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> I just like to point it out sometimes. Cool, that cool. One, that, that's like I remember that. Chuck. I just edited all that. I just cut out all that. Uh, you trying to pronounce the other guy's last name. But it, anyway, it was, it's uh, all it's good. good that you did because it it didn't go well. <laughs> last name. Tell me how you start. Anyway, he's never been knocked out. He's won three of his last four, man. But this guy's beaten some of the best. And we got the bat body snatcher. This guy's thirty-seven. So we got a forty-three-year-old against thirty-seven-year-old. Francisco's 5'8. This guy, Dwight Grant, he's 6'1. Seven knockouts wins. He's 11 and 3. 65% of the people picked him. I went with Francisco, even though I fucked his last name up. Francisco, because you're like, oh, yeah, San. That's easy. San, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm going to go with Dwight Grant because Francisco Trinaldo's on his way. I mean, it's pretty much over. Uh, this guy hasn't really in a little bit, and I think Dwight just. Uh, He's kind of like a, a guy that just, uh, he is like a shark, just, you know, waiting to get those big name fight. And I think this is one, it is going to be a challenging or on, on, on there, but uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. I don't know. It's going to be a fight. This is a fight I look for. Good fight. A, a lot of these are hard to pick on this card. Uh, next uh, featherweight bout, uh, Alex uh, Casarius, Bruce Leroy versus uh, Songwoo Choi. Now Choi, Six knockouts out of his, his 10 and 3. 75% of people went with him. I went with him. And he knocked out Julian Rowe in his last fight. He's won his last three fights. And I've never been impressed with Casarius. He, I didn't even realize he's won his last four fights. Three of them were via decision. So his fights are just forgettable. He's never beaten anybody of, of value. Anyway. <laughs> he's like a runner. Uh, Alex Casarius, he runs a lot. He's uh, on the outside of the octagon, the whole, but uh, that's what I think uh, Simmons wins. 
that's what I think gets him his victories is him staying away much like a Floyd Mayweather is a different sport, but that concept of fighting, that avoiding the damage while scoring points is what's got him that ugly. But I think the kid does have a great, he throws wild strikes. He can finish. It's just, he's been around for a long time. So I'm going oh. to, uh, Cassandra. All right, cool, cool. Now we got the, uh, women's weight. I don't know why this is so high up the card. Jessica Rose Clark, Jocelyn Edwards, you know, Edwards. It's, it's funny that you say that after two fight, two fight cards in a row have been main event. Yeah, well, funny you say that now. This is awfully <laughs> high on the card. Edwards is only she's only twenty six, and for some reason it seems like she's been around forever. I did not realize she was only twenty six, but uh, she's coming off her decision loss to uh, Carol Rosa, and she she has power. I mean, I've seen her fight before. She's got five knockout wins. And uh, I went with her, even though only 31% of people picked her. Jessica Rose Clark, I put the note beside her name. I said, they need new females. Yeah, did you write that by the, all the other female fights? No, I did not. Well, they, only that should have been there. <laughs> I went uh, Jessica Rose Clark. Uh, <laughs> That's I think not it's where gonna be I went. Interesting fight, but I think it's going to go a long time. They're going to know in this fight. So but uh, I'll introduce this next one since the year. Um, Grant <laughs> Dawson, 17 and all right, I think we've all seen you, you and me specifically, uh, from the moment he came into the UFC to where uh, being 17 and one is Sam. Some of those fights were froze, uh, but he's fighting Ricky Glenn. Uh, Ricky Glenn, veteran dude, been around the game for fought some big name dudes. I think I believe. I don't know. He's had some decent fights and he can be in there with anybody. And every time I've seen him, he has, when he when uh, was the last time that this man's fought? 2021, June 19th. Ricky Glenn. Uh, yes. Okay, so when was the last time Grant Dawson fight? I swear his was more recent, or as recent. Grant, it's, uh, last time he fought was in March. He knocked out Leonardo Santos with one second left in the fight. <laughs> All right, man, before I make uh, my pick. I went with Dawson. Man, the, the man's only loss he's had was in 2006. He's got eight wins in a row. He's 5-0 and oh in the U.S. I went his way, man. Ricky Glenn, he's 4-3 in the U.S. I went with Dawson. Got to throw a wild card in there. Because there's nothing I like more than a man with two first names. I had to do that. Sorry. You know, a man with two first names. First name is usually Ricky, by the way. Fire podcast. Okay, cool. <laughs> you didn't watch that Aspen Lad too close. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I mentioned uh, a handsome man earlier. You know, Paul Acosta? He's, he's, he's back, yeah. He's back. They're headlining, and I'm happy about it. Versus, this had to happen. Versus Marvin Vittori. That's right. It's uh, Marvin Vittori. There's not an extra. Yeah. He stubbed his toe, folks. Don't make fun. It, it sounded good to me. <laughs> well, Paul uh, Acosta's having a weight issue. I don't know if you heard about this. There's well, talk yeah, of him uh, may needing this to be a catch weight. Yeah, dude, because look at the man. There's no fucking way he walks anywhere close to it. He's probably pushing 215, 220, massive. Uh, Marvin Vittorian, perhaps, maybe not, but also a big dude. like, And I think this is a perfect setup to fight. You know, no matter who it is, these guys are going to be young dudes. And I think they're just going to have icons on these guys meet. I mean, it won't be the last time these guys meet. Well, uh, I, I have a issue. <laughs> so I just think it'd be very interesting to see how uh, Costa does coming off that knockout loss to Izzy. And that was in 2020. Uh, right. Vittori, he had but the decision oh, loss to Izzy. Not, they they both... The, the last fights were against Izzy, both of these guys. Yeah. But uh, Vittori's yeah. never been finished. Costa, 
he's he's got 11 knockout wins. So I mean, he's he's knocked out a, a, 11 of his 13 wins were via knockout. Costa? That was when he lost a knockout against Izzy. I'm pretty positive about that. Half ago? <laughs> that was uh yeah. Uh September 2020. Over a year ago. So, he, so here's what I see happening, man. Just my opinion. We'll see. I have Costa coming in hot, swinging, swinging, maybe over swinging. Uh, Vittori taking him down, putting him on the ground, end up getting yep. a submission. I like I like where your head went, so I, I immediately picked uh, Vittori because I do see Costa doing fighting style isn't going to change. He's going to be a, the aggressor. And I do like your idea of him taking him down as well because there is. And then he can mm-hmm. look for the knockout. So yeah. I'm going Vittori here, but I do think it's going to be a long fight. Tell me, so how, me how many rounds do you think it's going to go? I'm thinking maybe two or three. Yep. I was thinking probably at the, the max three. Okay. And Costa carries a lot of muscle. He, he exactly. Just... So if he comes out hot, <coughs> as he's known to do, then we have an issue. He's going to he's gonna himself down on the And if Vittori goes for those takedowns, it's going to work harder. So you're absolutely right. If Costa plays, if Costa plays smart, he can only last this. That's it. It's pretty much it. Yeah. Well, he's usually destroying people within one or two rounds. Got to look for it. If he's looking for it, those five rounds are not going to work out well. But uh, it, I'm happy that we finally have a card that's valuable. Uh, going to make some difference in uh, the divisions. Well, but shout out to the listeners, to all you people that need to support, especially if you support by going, uh, being a part of this group on the ESPN app, dude. That's awesome. Just simply judges join. It's absolutely you can play along. And I've noticed some people are playing like maybe just the main, which is fine, but it does make it unfair record wise. You're never going to make it at the top when you only have five fights. <laughs> you know, or six. So pick the whole card, dude, even if you don't know. That's yeah. what we do. That's what makes some of it so interesting is you're like, holy hell, he was phenomenal. Win, lose, or draw. You know, that's the part of the fight game. This is why it is one of the most entertaining and electrifying Vince McMahon uh, type of sports there is because, yeah, we could pick this shit all day and pretend to know this stuff as all, as much as we do, but the fact remains, it is still the fight game and everything is very, very random. You know, any man can lose a fight any day. Right? Any, any couple good connections, it's it's over with. Exactly. Any man can go on a hot streak. Any woman can go on a hot streak. Shit can, they can blow up. They can... Sometimes the non-champion fighter can be more famous than champion you know that happens a lot of times but uh great fight card dude i'm looking forward to this one's gonna be fun i am disappointed that jordan wright and marquez didn't happen that was one of the few fights i was looking actually forward to watching this last card hopefully they rescheduled that whole matchup because that'll be a uh, shout out to everybody who's checking out the other podcast we know you're listening to don't leave it to you so get over there listen to the podcast we talk music tattoos comedy uh what else do we talk about say listen to it before random shit Homeless people. Mostly it's face really tattoos. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, it's honestly mostly tattoos in general. But face tattoos is a segment that we work with every episode. We find just the cringiest fucking people kind of on the end. Like, this guy, what is he doing? I mean, the Tom Hardy guy. I I mean, we saw an actual I sent an actual video to him this recently. Like your this newest episode you guys are gonna be in for a treat. Hell we yeah. went in. We're I looking went. forward to seeing that or hearing that. Hell yeah, guys. <laughs> Check that shit out. Uh, the Briefcase, new episode just dropped recently. Uh, create and destroy. Check that shit out. Follow Don't Leave It to the Judges Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow That Dude with the Ears on Instagram as TikTok and One Minute Metal on YouTube 
and TikTok. Listen to the vocals, man. I don't play games. But all right, guys, it's been don't, fun. Been a blast. Sam, always a pleasure.